Welcome, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. So, um, uh, we've had a very interesting week. Yeah, yeah um, it's been interesting. This is, this is almost a special edition uh, of The Prophecy Show, but... Um, it, we're, we're recording on our regular day, and the week mm. has already happened, and... So, I, yeah, it's it, been interesting, but extremely predictable. Yes. So, yeah, so... Trump got away with murder, and... But prophecy says he's the last president, so that's meant to be. But yeah. Regardless. <clears throat> so what we haven't been paying attention to is what's been going on on the other side of the world. True. Because we've been preoccupied. Yeah, so we all know what's going on with Iran, but no one's really been paying attention with what's going on with Iraq. And, and Iraq's important in prophecy because, of course, Iraq is where the Antichrist, the final Antichrist, comes out of. Okay. Okay. So. Um, and and so right now he's he's, he's either getting, there or all or moving there. Yeah, he's getting really really powerful. So. <clears throat> Okay. So the prophecy says this. Out of one of them, the four horns, came forth a rather small horn, which grew exceedingly great toward the south, toward the east, and toward the beautiful land. It grew up to the host of heaven and caused some of the hosts and some of the stars to fall to the earth. And it trampled them down. It even magnified itself to be equal with the commander of the host. And it removed the regular sacrifice from him. And the place of the sanctuary was thrown down. Daniel 8, 9, and 11. So, <clears throat> we, know, we know that uh, there were many Antichrists. In fact, two-thirds of the world is an Antichrist. Right. Because anyone that denies that the Son is God is an Antichrist. Right. Basically. And, and that's already been established. Yeah. But there are some very, very specific Antichrists. And... We all know in Revelation 13 that the first Antichrist to come was the Antichrist from the sea, which, as we now know, is... George W. Bush. George W. Bush. And George W. Bush is kind of sitting down, making his paintings that, ironically, in the image of Hitler, a terrible artist, but great dictator. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Bush is kind of sitting in his bunkers waiting for the end to come. But um, while he knows it's coming, and... I don't know if he knows it's coming, but... Um, he's got his bunker ready, let's put it that way. Okay. Um, so, of course, after the Antichrist of the sea rises and goes, then the Antichrist from the earth must rise, okay? And, and as we now know, the Antichrist from the earth is... Muqtadar al-Sadr. Who's, who's, who's not... Well, he's established in Iraq. Yeah. But he's not entrenched yet. No, he is. He's very much entrenched in Iraq. Um, it's just he's getting more and more power as we speak. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, as we know, uh, Muqtada al-Sadr was exiled in uh, Iran for a while. But when George W. Bush came and basically knocked uh, Saddam Hussein out of the equation, the beast of the earth, Muqtada al-Sadr, would rise. So on May 25th, 2007, the beast of the earth rose from Sadr City, Iraq, which is his home, home city, to speak as a dragon to his followers. He said, no, no, Satan, 
USA, Lulu Occupation, Lulu Israel. And of course, the sexes repeat themselves. Lulu Day, 6,000 shirts. Listen to him speak. And six US troops died on that day. And here's the number. It's number 666 from Version 1318. Wow. So, and the, and the beauty is that if you actually look at his picture, you, know, you can see the sixes repeated three times on his face. Wow. So. So. Um, so he's coming. Well, he is here. He is here. It's just another. When he's going to strike. Yeah, assuming power. Well, there, there are a couple things that have to happen. The Western horns need to be put on their, put in the right place, which is which means God must bring them down. Okay. And they always said the sixth seal will do it because with the sixth seal comes the collapse of the Western economy. Ah. So, so then. And, and, and if we take a good look at what's happening, although Trump is touting a powerful economy, it's really on the, on the verge of collapse. Well, it's not on the verge of collapse, but what, what it is is it's based, it is a house of cards. It's based on lies. Right. That's, so that's, that's the my issue. Point. The issue is it's based on lies. So it's all based on confidence. It's all fiat money. It's all petrodollar. Mm. So, and it's all based on borrowed money, mm. principally in our economy and in Wall Street. Mm. So the problem is that when the consumer, when the public has this confidence in it, it collapses. There's no basis, there's no bones to base it upon. Mm. So that's, that's the issue. So it, it is fairly strong right now, but it is a house of cards that will fall when it has to. Wow. Mm. So it talks about the Mahdi, and you know the Mahdi. It's the Mahdi is the the twelfth evil. It's the one predicted in Shia religion to come at the end of time to rise and become powerful. So Mahdi means the guided one. Okay. Okay. Mahdi is the occult one. He is the prophecy leader of Islam. He leads the paper people against the infidels. It was prophesied by the Shia faith, okay? Okay. Well, you know, there's two faiths in the Islamic religion, principally. Right, there's Shia the Shia and, Shia. and, and the Sunni. Sunni. Yeah, so Shia is much lower, but definitely much more apocalyptic. Uh, and it's very much based on martyrdom, okay? Mm. So, in other words, these guys are, are ready to die. They're looking to die oh, sure. to make a point. Of course, they're ready to die. The religion says that, okay? Wow. That they must die in order for God to prevail. So, so they're kind of Al-Sadr and the Shia Horn, Iran, they're all preparing for the end of the world, okay? Okay. But even if you are skeptical about their beliefs, even if you're skeptical that they're thinking that way, uh, there are a couple of really, really key facts about Al-Tan Al-Sadr. That you need to know. That you need to know. So his name is called Martyr Imam, or Holy Martyr Ayatollah, okay? Okay. So as we know, Imam, who is one of our friends, is an Imam, was an Imam, uh, is reserved for the holiest of holy men in the country. Okay. okay. He is the son and the son-in-law of two previous martyrs, two previous Imam Ayatollahs of Iraq. Right. Okay? Okay. And in fact, they call him... Uh, 
to call him by the revered name Saeed because he is a descendant of Muhammad. He's in the direct descendant line of the Prophet Muhammad, okay? Wow. So, so it's great. It's beautiful because, yeah, he is not just some bozo that came out of nowhere. He, is, he, he has a, a yeah, lineage and a history. Yeah, he's got a, a three descendant lineage, and actually a, a lineage that goes all the way back to 500 AD, back to Muhammad. Okay. okay. So he is uh, really, people really re recognize him as, even though there's another, uh, there's an Imam Sistani, they recognize him as the Grand Ayatollah of Iraq. Okay? Wow. So. He is called Elon, and he's also called Martyr. He hasn't been martyred yet, obviously, but they call him Martyr because Saddam Hussein, with the assistance of the Bush and Reagan administrations, killed his uncle and his father. Okay? Okay. So, we know that Muhammad Bakir al-Sadr, his father, or rather his uncle and his aunt, were assassinated in 1980. Okay. okay. And then his father, Imam Muhammad Sadiq, was murdered with his two brothers in 1999. Okay, so. So, he's a little. He's been waiting for 22 years to. Well, yeah, 21 so far. Yeah, he's a little too long. Oh, a little. <laughs> and and he's and he's had twenty one years to rub it in. Yeah, basically we made him. Basically we made, we basically killed all his, all his family, right? Made him an orphan. Made him an orphan. So he's, he's yeah. Let's put it this way: he's not very happy with the United States. No. Okay? Um, <clears throat> as we know, when they run Iraq War, Ronald Reagan, Bush Senior. Gave tens of billions of dollars of military support to Saddam Hussein, with which he used to destroy the Shia leadership. Okay. Okay. And of course, the Shia leadership at the time was Ayatollah Muhammad Sadiq al-Sadr and Muhammad Bakir al-Sadr. His brother. His uncle and his. Well, brother. I mean, his father's brother. That's that's right. what I meant. So they are now, as we know, worshipped as the two holy martyrs of Iraq. Or as we worship the two elders of the two holies of Iran. Okay. So Sutter's pissed. Oh yeah. He, he is. And, and it really doesn't matter what what the, uh, the Ayatollah leadership says because War is coming and he's bringing it, yeah. or he's or so, war is coming and it's here because he's so, got it. Uh, so he's hell bent on equating the situation. He's hell bent on avenging the death of his family. Okay. Father, aunt, uncle, brothers, yep. a bunch of people we knocked off in his All family. Right. And <clears throat> yeah, it's it's coming. Let's put it that way. We also know he has very very close ties to Iran. Okay. Okay. So basically, his father and his uncle both were under the tutelage of Khomeini, the original founder of the state of Iran, as we now know it. Okay. Who is also a direct descendant of the Prophet Muhammad. Okay. Okay. We also know that his cousin, Muhammad Khatami, was the previous president of Iran. Okay. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of lineage there. Yes. Uh, we know that his army, the Wadi army, was originally trained trained by the IRGC. 
Okay. So, basically, the word is extremely closely tied. And as we know, when Khomeini was in exile prior to coming to power, he stayed with the Sodars during that time. Okay? Okay. So, the title is... Not a happy camper. Not a happy camper is very, very... His lineage is incredible. Well, um, and it, it, to the point that it really makes him dangerous. Yeah. And then, of course, the little known fact is that his cousin was Ursula al Sadr, who was the founder of a powerful Shia party in Lebanon. So, he, so we got this whole Shia horn that is under his lineage, basically. Iran, Iraq. Wow. Syria and, 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 and Lebanon. And, and it, and it, it's a very powerful arm. It's powerful. It, it leads, the head of a snake leads directly to Israel. And, and so, yeah, so there's a very, very powerful lineage. There's a very pissed off Antichrist. And, and yeah. he has a lot of demons with him. Uh, yeah, and he I, is, we're, and we're it, calling them demons. They're really not demons. They're just, uh, family members that are coming to help out. Members, but, he, but he is under the tutelage of Satan, ultimately. And, um, yeah, we do know that. I can testify to this. He's a lot smarter than he ever was. So. It's coming. And he's probably a better artist, but then again, anyone can be a better artist than True. Him. True. So, but. But anyway. <laughs> we, we digress. We digress. Anyway, it's time to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get a little deeper into uh, the Al Sadr family because uh, I was taught that whenever you hear the same last name, they're related. I'm Michael Van Lowe. This is the Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Welcome back, one and all, to the Prophecy Show. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and right before the break, uh, we talked about the the power that Muqtadar al-Sadr is not only a mass, but that he has and that he's preparing to use. Mm-hmm. So, so, prophecy, Daniel 8, Chloe says that Iran and Iraq are closely tied. Of course, Iran is the greater horn, and Iraq, the small horn, arises out of it, okay? Okay. Um, we do know this, and we do know that Iran has been greatly assisting Al-Sadr in fighting a proxy war against Babylon the Great. Babylon the Great being, of course, us. Right. Um, so, so basically, Iran the Great Horn has been assisting Al-Sadr in Iraq all these years. Uh, of course, they, they helped him build up the Mahdi army, and they continue to assist Iraq in fighting against America. Wow. Uh, so, just a couple of days ago in Jerusalem Times, it said this. Iranian proxies in Iraq are training for war against the U.S. and will continue to fire rockets at U.S. forces in Iraq until the U.S. leaves, and you're like, what says, unquote. So, these toys are obviously in fulfillment of prophecy. 
As I mentioned before, it says that clearly in prophecy. It says, now the two horns were long, but one was longer than the other. Right. But the longer one kind of last. So it starts with the first horn Aaron, but eventually when they rock the horn of Aaron, they come quite high. So the little horn continues to rise as we speak, okay? Okay. Uh, we do know this, that he's been greatly assisted by Iran. As it says in French 24, Moctada el Sadr has complex ties with Iran. Right. A country to which his family has long opposed, but where he is now completing his religious studies. Right. Sadr Shakmeni, when he returned and traveled to Tehran in September of this last year, Meaning both Supreme Leader Ayatollah Al Khomeini and Iranian General Qasem Soleimani, who, as we know, was killed months later in a U.S. drone strike on Baghdad. Right. There was another indication of Sauder's winding trajectory, and Karim Bitar, an international relations analyst at the Paris based Institute for International and Strategic Affairs, conferred. End quote. Okay? Okay. So, the base of the earth, Matayo Sadr, has been slowly gaining, well not slowly, fairly rapidly, uh, gaining control over the Horn of Iraq. Okay. okay? Uh, even though it doesn't look like it, he's been assisting with the overturn of PM after PM after PM, Prime Minister, okay? So what we haven't been paying attention to is there were a lot of uprisings in Iraq recently. Okay. And the people of Iraq were pissed off because the President Kim was doing little to nothing to help their situation. Okay. And uh, they they attacked the American Embassy too. That's and okay. They the American Embassy as well. So, of course, Al Sadr recognized the situation and he ended up assisting them, the people in turning over the PM, Adele Abdul-Mahdi, of Iraq, okay? Okay. So as reported again by press friends, it says populist Iraqi cleric Muqtada al-Sadr joined thousands of demonstrators in the holy city of Najaf on Tuesday amid a spiraling political crisis sparked by deadly anti-government pressure. So over the last few months, the pressure has increased, and basically to save his neck, I'm doing money for the resigned. Okay? Okay. Uh, and as to be expected, Osana was only putting the next PM of Iraq. Okay? So, Which is going to do. It's his pawn. The PM's always been his pawn. And, yeah, but, but now it's truly his pawn. Now it's truly his pawn. So now, now his new pawn. Is PM only online. Okay. As reported by the Middle East cousin of the former Iraqi Prime Minister and secular politician Ayat Olay, but he's also a relative of Sadr. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I think that's the part that America really needs to wake up to. <laughs> to wake up. They, they really need to wake up to this part. And that is that y you don't know who's related to who. 
Well, when you do now, <laughs> but now it's a surprise. Hello. Right. So this two Eloise daughters are married to the sons of Basila Sutter, Sutter's cousin. Now, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? It's family. It's all family. It's all and, family. And, so, and so now, what, what, what yeah, should yeah. have been, what should have been a regional we're pissed off at you problem yeah. is now a family clan problem. Yeah, so I, don't, I would say the only thing deeper in the Middle East than religion is blood. blood. <laughs> and, that, and that's on both sides. That's, that's in every culture. Blood runs. No, that's not true. Uh, I think in American culture, we'll still over. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in the Middle oh, East. Yeah, in, the Middle East yeah. in the Middle East, yeah. blood yeah. is is the number yeah. one thing. Yeah, but in places like Europe, Russia, uh, America, yeah, we'll, we'll still no, we'll yeah. Hey, hey, Mom, Mom, we, we, we need to make a deal here. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so anyway, so his daughters are related to Sutter's cousins, and... Um, it says that although the calm agreement shows Oloi as a candidate for Sutter and Ernie, vague details of the private sessions of Iranian-backed Shia leaders indicate that Sutter had been planning to nominate Oloi for the role since the end of December. Okay, so... so this is nothing new. <laughs> this is, this this is not new. Works. Yes. This has been in the works. And, and Sutter has been playing three-dimensional chess. Yeah. To Trump's checkers. Uh, to Trump's tic-tac-toe. I, I'll go with tic-tac-toe. <laughs> with, his not, with his left hand and his right hand. Yes! So, um, so Muni and his allies noticed this desire and they helped him develop it, said one of the Shia leader Oloi's domination. It is a premeditated plan that started more than 40 days ago. Okay. When the Iranian-backed political forces noticed that Sutter was convinced of Oloi's nomination, so they sought to perpetuate and develop this connection. So obviously Iran has a big part in helping him out. Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. Um, so anyway, um, and this came from a prominent Shia leader um, talking to NAE. Uh, immediately after the group's pledge allegiance to Sutter as the front leader, negotiations developed on the agreement that would bring Oloi to power. Okay. The leaders confirmed with NAE. Okay. So, in order to put his favorite candidate, which is Oloi, in office, Wattara had to basically bring an end to the protest. So, remember, the protest started, he supported them. Yeah, let's get rid of the old guy. Right. Let's put in the new guy. But now right. he's putting the new guy. And now the protests are going to end and, and everything's going to be quiet. Yeah, he says it's going to be quiet. It's going to be quiet because I'm a bad boy. Yes. So, and and I got a I got a bad plan cooking here. So so obviously he picked uh, this new guy because he's an extremely weak leader. Okay. okay. And he... What time is going to tell him what to do? Uh, he, he's going to do it too. <laughs> to save his life, yes. And to save his daughter's life, yes. So, because um, uh, that's the one thing that uh, that American men need to understand about uh, Middle Eastern men: their wives are expendable. Yeah. So, so contrary to what the citizens of Iraq, 
at least believed him initially. He's not, Snyder's not out to help the Iraqi people. Of course not. No. His, 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 his God, his father is Satan. And he, so come on, guys. And, and he wants to get even. And he wants to get even with the great Satan, which is us. Right, so. So, so um, according to MEE, for the past four months, Iraqis have been protesting in Baghdad in nine Shia provinces and some of them are out calling for services and more jobs. Okay. Uh, leaders have to be held accountable for corruption, new electoral laws, and the end of foreign interference. Of course, with those demonstrations came a lot of deaths and injuries. Right. More than 550 demonstrators were killed and 25,000 were injured in the Iraqi government. Um, during that, during their protest, okay? Wow. So, um, and finally, at the end of November, was when Biden submitted his resignation, okay? Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so we're we're dealing with a very upset people of Iraq, and the Antichrist of the opportunity. It's like, Put my people, my people. And I got them right where well, I want them. Not that Lottie wasn't one of his people, but right. like, why have I got someone that I can basically put a grip hold on his testicles if I need to? And um, he'll do what I tell him to do. Exactly. Wow. So that's kind of where we're at right now. So. It's time for us to take another break, Doc. And when we come back, we're going to probably talk about how the United States is really in a hopeless position. Yeah, in a hopeless position. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Welcome back, one and all, to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew. And uh, right before the break, we established that the United States is in a very bad position. Well, yeah. The Antichrist is rapidly gaining more and more strength as we speak. Okay. <clears throat> so, like I said, the Iraqi people got pissed. They had these demonstrations. A lot of people died. 550 died, 25,000 were killed, or injured rather. Um, and Makhlil Sarah used the opportunity to to help them and basically take control. Okay. So, uh, regardless, a deal was made on the sidelines of a reconciliation meeting in Qom held in early January between Sadr, okay. who has long positioned himself as a national supposedly influence in Iraq. And representatives of the Iran-backed armed faction. Okay. The rapprochement with El Salvador came under the umbrella of unity of opposition against the Americans. Okay. Which was easy to do because they were not being very nice to them. So uh, it developed into a broad political consensus agreed with by both sides, Iran and Iraq, both horns. Okay. Okay. Prophet Fatah leader. And commander of the armed faction told MEE. So these demonstrations started largely with demands from the people, the leader said, but have increasingly devolved 
into acts of sabotage. In other words, they started off as peaceful protests and quickly became very violent. Okay. Yeah, because they're they're doing sneaky stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, both sides. Iran and, and the Antichrist. So roads were blocked, state buildings were burned down, and those who refused to participate were threatened. Okay. It was conceded that two thirds of these acts were the work of Sada's followers. Wow. So, yeah. So any treatment of the situation without getting Muqtada El Sada involved was not going to succeed. Okay. Okay. So after he got what he wanted, his people had to be neutralized. Okay. Uh, the Iranians, the factions, did not ask for him to end the demonstration, but he offered it. He said, hey, I can stop this right now. Uh, he wants to be a leader for everyone, so we told him, yeah, please, go ahead and do it. Uh, immediately after this, after the deals were agreed upon, after Alawai took over, and Sadr asked his followers to return and shut it down, basically. So they went to Baghdad's two-year square, the main center in Baghdad, and Sadr's thousands of soldiers armed right wing, the Surya al-Salam fighters, also known as the Blue Hats, were deployed okay. at the demonstrations. They were told to secure the squares and the protesters. So they said it was great. So basically, kicks and booty. Wait, wait. Sadr said in a tweet. Okay, so... Yeah, he got a little less, a little less Oh, yeah. President Trump there. Yeah, yeah, use, use Twitter. Yeah. They, the Americans created it. We'll sure. use it against them. So they said, okay, shut them down. So basically, they went and killed some people, walked some roads, burned some buildings, and said, enough's enough. Killed some people, said, no more protests, okay? And that was so, the end of it. I'm sure, I'm sure this guy is dead. Ali, a 22-year-old demonstrator in Baghdad, told MEE, now the political forces have used their cards against us by sending the Sadras to the squares to end the revolution and bear the consequences. Well, thanks for the word, Ali. I'm sorry, he's probably not alive right now. I'm telling you, they so, they probably found him in yeah, just because. He's dead duck right now, so... So, um... So as you know, as we can see, Muqtada El Sadr is quickly gaining control of the Iraqi horde. He now has a relative running the PM who controls all the parliament, pretty much all the parliament, and he controls these Iranian and Sadr-based paramilitary groups that are throughout Iraq. Okay? So it's just a matter of clue. Well, the, okay, so the trap is open. Yeah, so the question is when he decides to murder El Sistani, that's the question. Or something like that, when El Sistani. So that's the other, you know, that kind of has a large voice. Peaceful, peaceful guy. I guess you saw him walking off. But anyway, um, lo and behold, for once our intelligence was fairly decent, and we said, hey, so there's someone to worry about. Well, they were warned a long time ago about him. No, though. but now they're finally saying, they're telling our president, hey, this is the guy we need to watch. So interestingly, what wasn't reported was before Soleimani was ever on the radar, the first choice was to knock him off. Was to knock off Sadr. That would have been was, very difficult. 
That was gonna be our order. That was gonna be the order that we were gonna knock off. That truck wanted to knock off initially. So, so he would have really stepped into prophecy yeah. and sped things up. Well, it wasn't going to happen. It's just an interview. It's not an expert yet. Okay, okay. So as reported by Avda, which is the press of the Shia people, um, the leader of Assad Baldal al-Haq resistance movement, Prince Kazali, said that the U.S. had plotted to assassinate prominent leader Iraqi Matata al-Sadr. <laughs> Was confirmed that he went to back him off and put the blame on Assad on Il Haq, but failed. Okay. So, the first U.S. Israeli plot to be implemented in Iraq was his assassination, the assassination of Muqtad al-Sadr. And they blew it. And they blew it. And they wanted to start, basically kill him and start the deterioration of the Iraqi state. Kazali said in a TV program, uh, uh, named Nika Al-Qax, okay? Wow. They said that Saudi and Iran were informed of the plot, and obviously it did it happen. happen. So instead of going after Waktou, they went after Dr. Kassam Salamani and knocked him off. So. Well, what they did was they did Al Sadr a favor. Oh, they did a huge favor because actually. That was somebody. Salamani didn't like Sadr. Salamani was not a big fan of Sadr. He's like, this guy has too much power. So, so the irony is that now Iran has to adjust because the guy that was keeping Sadr in check is gone. So Salamani and Sadr did not get along. So Salamani so knows. Salamani did. He's like, Sadr's someone to reckon with. He's, he's got a lot of power, and if we as Iran hope to control Iran, can't give him too much power. And Gary, but now it's un, it's unchecked. Too late. It's too late, it's unchecked. Someone's not there to check it, and Iran has no choice. They're like, well, we gotta give it to the bad boy, because nothing's gonna happen without him. Wow. So, so isn't, that, isn't that ironic? That we wanted to knock off the Antichrist, fail. So we knocked off the soul of soul. And, and we allowed the Antichrist to even run crazy uh, as he was. Yes. <laughs> this is... So yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful game of fingers that our president is playing. <laughs> it's an absolute beautiful game. I, I, normally I would be afraid. I, I would, normally I would tell people to be afraid. But prophecy says, the Bible says that this is going to happen. Yeah. And even though it, it doesn't name the names of the current players, it's, it clearly points out yeah. that this is how the end is going to come about. Yeah. And so, Donald Trump, our El Presidente, is playing right into Satan's hands. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of, I mean, it's true. It's what Kamini said. He's, he's the clown. You know, he's the clown playing, playing the big boys game. So, so um, I'm going to use some of his uh, rhetoric here. Okay. So there's our president who, is, who has this amazing wisdom. Amazing wisdom. He's a stable <laughs> genius. He's amazingly smart. Yes, know? he's a stable genius. <laughs> Watch out. He's amazingly smart. And he, he, uh, he thinks he knows what he's doing. But guess what? God's leading him. <laughs> right down the pit of hell. And I... Um, we know so, it's coming. Yeah, so... 
after the Son of Man returns, it's all good because uh, the Antichrist is going to come and he's going to trample Babylon the Great. Um, just like a fallen star falls, as the prophecy says, out of one of them the four horns came forth, another small horn which grew exceedingly great towards the south, towards the east, and towards the beautiful land. They grew up to the host of heaven and caused some of the host and some of the stars to fall to the earth and trample Wow. So, so yeah. So, so things are being played. Uh, we think we know what the heck we're doing. And we really don't. <laughs> we um, I heard a funny report this morning that said that Pompeo may be out. Yeah, he made some really, really... But he did his deal. He got some of the killed. So right. So he did what he had to do. So he he might that that might be his his reprieve. Yeah. So he's not going to get impeached, obviously, because Trump. So no. He didn't have to testify in no. Congress. Yeah. It's time for him to leave. Yeah. Wow. This is Joe Bolton did his job by attacking uh, Iraq with uh, Israel's drones. Yeah. Pompeo did his job by having Trump. So now it's time for them to leave the stage and the new players to take new over. New players take over. Wow. Um, yeah, so uh, the new players are going to have to deal with the fallen Babylon the Great. So it's, uh, like I said, it's so common. This is the approach. Wow. So yeah, so it's just a matter of time. It's kind of. Living out God's plan. I was I was thinking this morning, and we got about eighteen months. Yep. Right about eighteen yeah, months. People are getting, people are really upset with you right now because I said oh, I predicted this like eight years ago. I said yeah, I didn't predict it. The, the Bible did. <laughs> the, the, the Bible, the Bible said, it. said it was going to happen. Like, I, I read not. the Bible and I said, hey guys, look. I said I did not predict this. I said it's written in the Bible. It's a prophecy that's thousands of years old, and I didn't predict anything. I just <laughs> Wow. Stand by, America. Yep. Stand by, world. Anyway, thank you, Doc. I, I appreciate it, as always. I appreciate it. I learned a lot again. I want to let you know that you've been listening to The Prophecy Show. For more information about the things we're talking about, check out theprophecy.blog. Until next time, love God and each other.